Hey, it's Billy from the Dan Levitard Show. And you're listening to the Fan Levitard Show. build this interview up. I don't want to say it's our biggest guest that we've had yet, but uh, possibly the most swole guest we've had so far. Our, our <laughs> guest is looking fit AF over here. Time to welcome in Colin McIntosh. You know him. You love him. He is the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, the official sponsor of damn near everything on the Levitard show right now. <laughs> so first question, important question, Colin, you good? I'm good. Ty, you good? I'm good. Nathan, you good? I'm good. So before we begin, Colin, I have to ask, um, you, your show has been spending a lot of money with the, Le- with the Dan Levitard show. Lately. I like how you call it my show. It does feel like it must become my, you might come my, you mean an S and G, but you're like, your show is spending a lot of money. Like, yeah, it feels like I've, I've somehow adopted a podcast the last few months. It's crazy. Honestly, that was a Freudian slip on my part, but I do feel like it is completely accurate because your branding is everywhere. Your company has spent so much money right now. And I just have to ask, <laughs> how are you doing, especially after flying Chris Cody out to LA? I saw I saw the bill. It doesn't do you like are you good? Are you on the verge of bankruptcy? How are things going? We were great until Chris went out to LA and now we're about two weeks from insolvency. So yeah, it's been uh <laughs> It's been a, it's been a lot, man. It's been awesome. I, I, I'm really focused this year on <clears throat> building, you know, we, we've been high growth mode the last three years of the company. We've gone from zero, you know, me shipping the first box alone in a cold Denver warehouse three years ago to, you know, over a hundred thousand customers, um, in less than I think our first two and a half years. And, you know, now we've got six months more under our belt. Um, and it's been really, really incredible and rewarding. But you know, the, when you're in that high growth mode, you don't really build the most uh, fundamentally sound company in some ways in terms of you know your profit margins and your you know the different things that you want to really set up properly to to scale. Um, and so I've been really honed in, laser focused on like things that are really strong ROI. And the Levitard show has been one of the best investments we've ever made, which is not what I was expecting. I actually did it on kind of a lark because I'm such a big fan. Um, I had sponsored Dan's roast because Jason Jackson asked me so politely to do so after he slept on our sheets one night. Um, and he tweeted at me and, and uh, you know, we, that kind of got kicked off that way. And I just knew that if we were going to do this, I, we really had to go all in because it's expensive. You know, I, I can't, I probably can't disclose all the terms that I have with DraftKings and with Metal Arc and, and the show, but um, it's a big risk for a company, you know, of our size. And, um, you know, but and that's why we've gone so hard on it is because the ROI needs to be there. And it really has. And I think that it's been really rewarding because we've leaned so hard into it where, you know, I, I've listened to the show for years. We're not just some shitty guy co-ad that annoys the hell out of you until you decide to never buy insurance from them again. It's not, uh, you know, some uh, Casper mattress ad that feels like Stugatz is like, no offense to Stugatz because how he does all of his ad reads, feels like he's reading it right when he's rolling out of bed, still hungover, 
Um, and you he know, feels I feel so Casper. passionately about Casper mattresses, Colin. You take that back. <laughs> Actually, I sleep on a Casper. I, I'm not saying it's a bad product. I'm saying that their ads suck. Um, they're like I'm saying that their Levitard show ads for years. It was just like, hey guys, it's the best mattress. Trust me, buy one. Um, and I and I was always listening to that, and I was like, God, if I ever spent that much money on podcast ads, like I would. I would make sure that we got our money's worth. And so anyway, long answer. I'm a long-winded guy. Now you know I'm the comedy kamikaze at Dan's Roast. But I I am really happy and, and thrilled with the first, I think, about three or four months of the sponsorship. And we've now locked in through another three or four months, I think. And uh, we'll probably lock in for the remainder of the year soon enough. Well, it's just, it's just funny hearing you talk about the Casper ads and being like, man, those ads suck. And then having the foresight to be... You know what would work? How about Chris Cody's complete inability to read? Much <laughs> yeah. more effective. Uh, well, it's funny because because when when Whittingham was saying the sponsor specifically requested Chris read this one, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I, I I wrote an email to DraftKings. I said, hey, you know, Witty did a great job with our first ad. I feel like he really introduced the audience well to our brand. Um, I want Cody to read this one. And I want Cody to read this one because I met him at the roast. Uh, you know, we're both South Florida guys. I feel like I know his personality very well. And I feel like he's going to mess this up. And I actually, I, I preemptively gave permission to, I didn't know it was going to happen. But I, so I told you, I've always had this fantasy of Stu Gotts misreading our ad on air and saying shits and giggles on live radio which they then have to bleep and then it's a big thing i've always had that like fantasy and um and so i just told drafting i said and by the way if he butchers this feel free to play it like that was like my that was just like my thing and i and it was it couldn't have been better just couldn't have been uh speaking of coining yourself the comedy kamikaze what do you think is the joke at the roast that you gave that maybe didn't land like you expected or wasn't perhaps ascertained as well by the audience? Ascertained. Um, I, I think that it was so it was not so much the jokes. It was the length of time that I was up there. I just before I get on. So I've, I've been on stage in front of like a thousand people pitching the company. I, I love pitching. I love uh, getting doing comedy. And, um, writing comedy is hard. Dan, Dan wrote 30 minutes for that roast, which is really hard. And he get him getting played off at the end was like the, just the cherry on top of an incredible evening was Dan getting played off on his own roast. Um, and so for, for me, I always loosen up by having a few drinks beforehand, but this thing was pushed back. It got started like an hour and a half late. So everybody was kind of just mingling for like an hour, an hour yes. and a half. And I, I probably had like five or six drinks by the time that I was going on stage. And I think that definitely played into the length. And I think the one joke that really didn't, the, the jokes that didn't land well were the ones that were about the show. Because I actually think a lot of people that were there aren't like, weren't the most rabid listeners. Like there were a lot of sports personalities. There were a lot of media personalities. And so when I started, you know, I think I said like, you know, I thought I saw Chris Cody earlier, but that was just the roast beef carving station. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, Tony is here, um, but nobody cares. Uh, and like, and like, I can't, you know, I had, I, I had jokes like that 
um, to roast the crew. And I think that the whole audience was just like, who the fuck is this guy talking about? Who the hell is Tony? People are on the show. (laughs) So, yeah. And again, the length of time, which I speak, is is devastating for comedy as well. So um, we were we were bantering as a as a collective before you joined. And I was pitching an idea that I would like to pitch to you, Colin, if I may. Um, Your company very clearly has its identity, has its brand. But what I've noticed that you don't have is a mascot. And I would Mm. like to offer up a suggestion for a mascot. Okay. Now, I want you to visualize the McDonald's mascot Grimace. Big, purple, large. Body proportions similar to one Chris Cody, perhaps. I was thinking. I was thinking about Dan in his Joker outfit two days ago, like <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. So, so you think we should have a grim- grimace, a grimace lookalike, or just Chris Cody dressed up as grimace? Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking you take Grimace's <laughs> beautiful curvaceous form. You throw some like uh, some ginger hair on top. You give him some Chris Cody like facial features, and then you wrap him in a sheet. And you call him Mr. Shiggles. It sounds truly haunting. Right? And, and I and I think and I think that for our brand, it's perfect. We actually have something similar that's coming out. Less uh, spoiler is we've got this video where we have a, a sleep demon uh, grab the like you know when you, you know when you get hot under your sheets and you dangle your feet out the side of your bed to like get some cooling on your leg. And then the blood flow like takes the rest of your body and you're like, oh, thank God I have some relief. So we thought it'd be funny if somebody did that on camera and a demon from under the bed grabs their foot, pulls them down below and like, you know, slaughters them in like a Friday the 13th style gore video. Um, We didn't do the last piece because my team vetoed blood and guts on the sheet as a visual representation of the brand. I thought that was a little too much, Um, but uh, that's coming out soon. So uh, and he's red though, not purple. We went with we went with red for the heat. But I but I like where your head's at. We we're, we're right there with you. If if he Mr. needs a sidekick, perhaps an understudy. So we actually we actually we literally had one of our script. We did six scripts, and one of our scripts was literally titled Mister Giggles. So you're literally like right there with us. I feel like Mister Shiggles is a winning name. If nothing else, well, I feel like you should be referred to as Mister Shiggles moving forward. <laughs> I think Chris is Mister Shiggles. Uh, people, people that I, that's actually become a term that we have to do SEO now on our website. Like we have to put it on our website because so many people are searching for shiggles and (laughs) instead of sheets and giggles. And it's just so it's dude, again, the way that Chris has uh, represented brand has been uh, a dream come true. No pun intended. And that is search engine optimization for our unawares fans at home very important part of putting out your brand is optimizing it correct correct seo you got to make sure that uh, when people search for you on google that they're finding you and not some absolutely random person on twitter whose handle is shiggles who's now getting bombarded (laughs) yes so so colin one of the things that we wanted to do here is we have uh, some listeners of the show here they're in this Zoom, 
And because we are in Super Bowl week, you know, everyone's talking ads, ads, ads. And especially with you guys, how you have been just blasting your product everywhere on the Levitard feed. And so we wanted to open it up, give our listeners a chance to pitch you some ideas. Um, and Nathan, I'm going to throw it to you first because I I know you have the soundboard queued up and it's very exciting. Um, so who do we, who do yeah, we want to go I to accidentally, first, accidentally fired off a sound there while Colin was talking but was that um, the yes <laughs> yes I was wondering what that wizard. was <laughs> yeah I was trying to I was trying to add it to my setup but anyway um I have a couple pitches too but maybe we'll let some fans go first and you may or may not the one that uh Colin deems the best may be receiving a $50 Sheets and Giggles gift card that I got with my own money. Uh, that's I was just um, gonna say. Are wow. you are you stu- are you stu- gotting them or are you okay? You bought the gift card. All right, it's not. You it's mean not to tell the- me Sheets <laughs> and Giggles is running a promotion at sheetsandgiggles.com backslash shave? <laughs> it's just sheetsgiggles.com. No oh, end in the URL. No, it's a, no, no, no. But that I thought you were gonna literally give away a gift code that, that from the shave, which is like. By the way, um, you talk about ROI, man. Me going to my team and telling them, hey, by the way, I tweeted out something on the way to the gym the other night that has 5,000 retweets. And um, can you guys figure out a way to automate $250,000 with the gift cards? Thanks. Let me know when you guys figure it out. Like, like they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And my CFO was literally like, did you think this through at all? I was like, I didn't think it was going to get 5,000 retweets. Like, uh, but you know, if people, they bought like 150 bucks worth of stuff and they, so, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it worked out. Okay. But it was just really funny. So anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad you're not Stu Gatz in it and you got him, got a nice gift card for them. That's great. I will though. Uh, she's and giggles. <laughs> promo code Fleb. Uh, you can get 69% off your next purchase. Promo code Fleb on she's and That's giggles. That- that is not true. That is not, that will not, that does not work. It might be $69. I don't know about 69%. Honestly, I would take that. $69, promo code FLEB. Let's make it happen, Colin. See you. All right. I'll make, we'll make it happen. See you. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> let's open it up to, uh, to Ken first, since he has been riding along in what looks like a car. Ken, welcome to the Fan Levitard Show. Pitch to Colin your idea. Let's see what you got. All right. Yes, I am traveling. I'm in the middle of a uh, outlet mall parking lot in northern Ohio right now. It's about the saddest place you could be. <laughs> um, I just want to say it's an honor to have been chosen amongst, I'm sure, the thousands or millions of entries that were on Twitter. Many are uh, saying it was the biggest thing that Twitter has ever yeah, experienced. Yeah, the biggest thing that Twitter's seen since, especially uh, at least since the uh, the Shiggles um, $50 gift card giveaway. Um, Crazy. So yeah, thanks for having me. Um, nice to meet you. I, I, have a, I have a little script. Oh, um, he's got a script written out. Despite there being no dialogue, there there is a script, so I'm just going to read from it. Right, I'm gonna do my um, best. I'm gonna do my best, Mister Wonderful impression. So I'm gonna do this <laughs> with my hands. Now, okay, pitch, pitch me your idea. All right, exterior, a, fac- a facsimile of a typical suburban Miami bungalow. It is a fac. fac- oh man, I'm Chris Codying it right now. <laughs> Take it from the <laughs> it top. You got it, Ken. You got this. <laughs> It is a fictional representation of the domicile of one Greg Cody. Open with an overhead shot peering over a palm leaf on which an iguana clings desperately. Soft music, a la Debussy's Claire de Lune is playing. The camera begins a slow pan 
pan towards an unadorned house amongst other unadorned houses in a classically suburban Miami neighborhood. The cheapest of projection lights are still shining upon said house despite this bright sun being overhead. The the camera swings lower and centers on the garage door, which begins to rise. As the camera approaches the garage door, an Ophelia door van passes by, its wonderful shrieks clearly audible. It passes by. The camera continues its track to the now-open garage door. A Norwegian rat uh, scurries out. When we cross the threshold into the garage, it is at first dark, and the camera slowly adjusts from the bright Miami light. In front of us are shelves, displaying the wares of a man who has seemingly not purchased anything since 1969. This is what the camera uh, focuses on at the moment as we progress forward. Seen through the shelves, seen through a gap through the shelves, however, is an unfocused scene behind. It is clear to be a bed containing multiple occupants. What they are doing, however, is not clear. The camera passes through the shelves and now refocuses on the scene in front of us, which is indeed a bed containing the branded sheets of sheets and giggles. We can also see there are two individuals jostling underneath. Oh my god. Sounds of wet farts and and uh, oh my god and some slight struggle adorn the air. The camera continues to push forward and stops overhead the bed. The bed. The sheets are pulled back and Chris Cody appears from amidst the covers adorning a rhino horn. He smiles and gives us a hell yeah. Text revealing the company name, promos, and other information begin to appear at the bottom of the screen. Emerging next to him is one Colin McIntosh. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so my honest reactions to that is that it made me appreciate how hard it is to build a betting company and it made me really proud that it <laughs> because that ad was like one of the most I was like I mean, I get what you're going for. Greg Cody's garage, Chris Cody, weirdest place he's ever done it. I, I love it. I get the inside show reference, uh, the baseball cards, the nonsense in the garage. Um, the stinger of me in bed with Chris is uh, is quite the image. Uh, I, Great metaphor. Uh, I love it. Especially <laughs> because I've I've got the mustache currently, so it's not. It would be much worse than I think anyone even would envision. Um, I, I'll, I'm gonna say, for the wet fart noises, I'm out. But I think, but, I, mean, but, I, but I think you had me. I think you had me right up to that point. So you know, they, I, I I went that route just because of the January 5th episode about the Dutch ovens. Um, so yeah, I wanted to re- the, the I wanted to really reference uh, really some of the introduction to your company to the show. But I understand. <laughs> it was. It's you know brand building's hard and and the and what I tell people is and this is maybe a, actually a, ta- a good tip for people um, is if you're building a brand trying to appeal to everyone you're not going to do it you're going to fail because you can't be all things for all people and that's what the Levitard show has taught me listening to them for almost twenty years is if you make something that's specifically for a certain person or a certain set of people then and you do a lightning rod. 20 to 50% of people might immediately say, that's not for me. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not going to consider it. But you might get 10, 20% of people who really viscerally identify with the brand that you're building. And that's, and that's why Dan and the crew have built such a powerful 
audience over the years is because they don't, they don't care about the 50% they lose right away. Um, so I think that you're, you're onto something with, uh, with going, going for it so hard. That's the way to do it. Ken, thank you very much for your submission, Colin. Um, before we move to our next one, I'm going to ask you to rate all of these on a scale of one to 10 sheets, 10 being the best. Uh, why don't we, why don't we rate them on a twin regular to California King? Okay, rank sure. Them on a, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would give this one a twin XL. So two, mm-hmm. two out of six. Oh, yeah, Ken, yeah. I'm sorry, but <laughs> sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. One uh, percent right. <laughs> better than worst. One percent, one percent less worse. Yes, it's good. Uh, you know, I don't. know. I might be a little unnecessarily harsh. I think, I think I'm, so, I, I'm, 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 I'm close to a full. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say twin XL or a full. Hey, well, Ken, could, is, Ken is also. Ken is also in the unenviable situation of he's got to go first. He's got to set the bar for this That's thing. True. So it can either get way better or way worse. Yeah, I can't I can't give him a queen right away. If I if I give him a queen, I've got nowhere to go. So I gotta, you know, but but yeah. I Ken, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And then thanks for writing all that up. That must have taken a while. All right. Next we are gonna go to Kyle. Uh I also just oh. unfortunately, Ken, you know, we're just gonna have to also give you this as well. You know what? Don't wake me up and throw your failures in my face. It's Sunday, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Excellent use of the soundboard, Nathan. Uh, Kyle, this is uh, this next? is your Who's time next? to shine, buddy. Uh, what would you like to say to Colin, a.k.a. Mr. Shiggles? Okay, well, uh, Mr. Shiggles liked my idea, and as you can tell, I have nothing written completely off the top of my head, but it was just simply showing people sleeping from the walking heart. by, you know, and simple. But the only thing I would add is if you ever like Monty Python, I think you should add the ministry of silly sleeps. Silly Somebody sleep. that walks by, you know, they are sleeping all weird, not sleeping right, sleeping on top of their head, all different wrong positions. And then when they get the sheets and giggles, bam, like Fix. normal sleepers. And wow. you can use that. So the idea is pictures, videos of people sleeping. Right, but sillyly, you know, like um, sillyly. Yeah, like you know, on top of their head, uh-huh. rolling constantly in their bed, not being able to get a good night's sleep. And I think we've, I think we've, we've actually pitched that idea internally before. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a, good, it's a good idea. It's like it's, um, it's different than what you'd see in like a normal, a normal betting ad, which is what we like to go for. So I, li- I like that. I mean. It's something I could see us doing. You could get models who are like yoga instructors who can do like headstands in bed and that sort of thing. Correct. So it looks uh, it looks real, like it's not like just totally like some fake fake thing. Um, I, I like that idea. I think I, I think I give that a full or a que- you know what I might give that a queen because I think that I think that that's a a, a doable low cost uh, potentially high value you know, campaign. That's all we're about, buddy. Yeah. Low cost. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that's a queen, you know, it's not, it's not a King, not California King, but I think, I think it's, you know, a good idea. I really do. Sounds like you're close Kyle to uh, getting on the staff and earning a little money. No, no, no. (laughs) I give you money. You give me idea. (laughs) That's a 100 zero split. Uh, You know, that's a, These are all, these are all, uh, you know, not, just ideas. I'm sure I'll, I'll pass a few to my team and, uh, 
you know, Kyle, if we end up using it, maybe uh, we can throw a, throw a set of sheets or something your way. It's fair, fair compensation. Hey, not quite. Not, Anything's not quite better like, than nothing. Not quite like this, then. I give you money, you give me ideas. And you never say thank you. That's what the money is for. It is what the money is for. That's it. I mean, I used to work at a company, a hedge fund called Bridgewater Associates. And I used to ask my boss, I used to say, am I doing a good job? And he's like, you're still getting a paycheck, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, but I just, you know, want confirmation that maybe I'm, you know, doing doing the right things. And he's like, if you keep getting paid and you keep having a desk, you're doing the right things. Other than that, we're not giving you a fucking cookie. And I'm like, great. This is such a healthy, awesome workplace. Thank you for, you know, for that, for responding that way. So, um, yeah, anyway, that sound just reminded me of that total non sequitur. Let's go. <laughs> reminds me of, reminds me of this. I don't yeah. say this easily, but you are not a good person. That's what I'd say about that boss. You have a good, you have a, you have a good soundboard. Uh, all right, who's next, Andrew? And yep, Andrew is up next. Uh, Andrew, you are the the last of the guests here to pitch, so no pressure, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. I actually have, um, in sticking with the Super Bowl week, I've actually uh, put one at fifteen second proposal and then thirty second proposals. I have two thirty second ones. I love it. And so the first 15 second one is the camera and I'm reading off my second monitor here. The camera pans in on Chris Cody laying on a set of eucalyptus sheets covered in barbecue sauce around his mouth while sleeping. Then it clips to the I don't know if you watch TikTok at all. The listen, the listen guy where you, where you see something first and then he interrupts and goes, listen. And then it goes, listen, did you know that sleeping on a pair of eucalyptus sleeps will prevent you from looking like this? You show a picture of Stu Gotts in the first thing in the morning or and sounding like this. And then you show a picture of either Greg Cody hacking up a lung or Stu, Stu Gotts' phlegm clearing throat. Um, and then, you know, of course, he pans away from that and he goes, now you do. So that's the, that's the quick 15 second one. Uh, I like that. That's good. That's a, uh, you just gave me a great meme idea that I will tag you guys in after this is done. I'll put it on Twitter as soon as we're done recording this. I think that's really funny. Hell yeah. And well then, done, Andrew. Thank you. The 30 second ones. Cause you know, Super Bowl commercials are 30 seconds and or less. Um, this one's a bit more expensive unless you can get a Dolphins player, maybe Jalen Phillips or uh, Hunter Long. But actually, I'm thinking about, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking maybe the, I don't have to go out for somebody else. So in this in this scene, you have Alan Ritson, um, you know, from the show, um, what's it, Reacher, yeah. um, working out, expressing how after a long day on a set and working out in the gym, the best way for him to get a good night's sleep is on a pair of sheets and giggles. It then cuts to him getting out of the shower because you need that, that that image walking towards the bed explaining that whether he is shooting in canada or in remote uh, on a remote location he brings his sheets and giggles wherever he goes he then crawls into bed and half and he's half covered and the tagline would be won't you get your shiggles on with me wow yeah you got a, a active imagination with that one <laughs> i you know we've actually uh we've done a lot more men in our ads than women uh not for any deliberate reason 
uh, from a messaging perspective, other than it is fundamentally different than what you normally see in for, for bedsheets right. companies. And we really like that visual differentiation. So I kind of like that because normally you get a bedsheet company who's your spokesperson going to be probably, probably some attractive woman who, you know, wants to make the crazy claim that you're going to look like her, have her life. If you have, you know, these bedsheets or whatever. So I like, um, I like zigging where other companies zag and, and doing something different. Our, our most successful ad is three men in bed together. So you're definitely, definitely. Well, that, if you wanted to go less like, you know, B list actor, a list actor, you, if you did like Jalen Phillips or Hunter long, um, instead of, you know, on remote location, it's them on a road game. He brings his sheets and giggles with him. I like that. And then the- we're, we're actually sponsoring the Houston Sabercats professional oh, nice. rugby team who their sales guy is a fan of the show. So he reached out to me and now we're sponsoring them. We now have some of the naming rights to them during broadcasts. And because they're like, you know, rugby is like a newer major league sport. <clears throat> we are able to do like really fun. Uh, sorry, I coughed in the microphone. That's $2. Um, but we are able to do really fun things where the players are going to take their uh, sheets and giggles to the away game hotels and do and do stuff like that. So that's a great idea. And then the last 30 second proposal I had was it starts out with Stu Gotts spouting off terrible sports takes about his personal record book covered in a comforter from sheets and giggles. And then Jalen Phillips or any Miami dolphin, um, actually Denver Bronco too, since you're based out of Denver um, comes crashing through the wall, telling him, this is Sheets and Giggles commercial, not a sports take commercial. Chris Cody then comes crawling through the rubble and spouts, um, and I've got this from your website, you tried every fabric in the known universe, but none of them have been in the one. Well, allow us to introduce you to the soft, smooth, cool, and conscientious friend, Eucalyptus Sheets. I like, I, you know, I think you came up with three quality, reasonable commercial pitches i think those are i think i'm gonna have to go with a king for andrew because i think that while it was not the the bullseye like like sheet yeah we're gonna do that right now you did you did jazz me up with that first idea that for something that i actually am going to use so that is uh that's a king that's a yeah thank you very much yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's nice meeting you too, by the way. Yeah, nice to meet you too. And and with apologies to Kyle and Ken, those those are also great ideas. Uh, but uh, I think Andrew is going to take home the uh, fifty dollar gift card that uh, Nathan may or may not have uh, gifted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already used mine, so it's it's nice. perfectly okay. So. Did you get any? Did you get them in the mail yet? Not yet. No, um, I, li- yeah, I live in Vermont, so they take everything okay. takes a while here. Let me let, let me know what you think when they when they arrive. We, I really I'm loving all the love we're getting on Twitter right now from people who are like, you know, shit. I, I bought these to support the show, and they're actually like the nicest bed sheets I've ever owned. It's really it's really fun for me to to have people like surprised by how just incredible they are. So. I do have to say, whoever runs the Sheets and Giggle um, Twitter page, they're very fun to banter back and forth with. I really, uh, that, it, that, it's that a, is that's me. So I, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you too. And it's like the wow you wrote when we were doing this original thing. I was like, wait, is that a good wow or a bad wow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I man, I, I have so much fun running a Twitter account. Like I, it's funny, Carl, my social media manager who runs our Instagram and Facebook and uh, other other social channels. He, um, 
when we first started doing the Levitar show in like November, and then we started getting some tweets, I think the grid of death, Twitter, like bought a set and started sharing it. And then, and then he messed up the ad read and the tweets started going crazy. And Chris was like, I, Carl, Carl was like, I can't keep up with this. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And I was, and I, you know, I, I love doing social comments anyway, when I have the time. So I was like, let me just take over it. And I just haven't given it back in three months and it's been an absolute blast. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. My, my team would probably say I spend too much time on the Twitter now with the show audience, but I feel really bad for like our thousand followers we had before we sponsored the show because they like followed like a funny bedsheets company that would like put out stuff about like bedsheets and memes and stuff. And now it's just like a 24 seven, like Dan Levitard show fan account at sheets schedules for anyone listening. Um, and, uh, we like up to like 5,200 followers. Now we've gained like 4,000 followers in like a month or a month and a half. And like, um, I'm imagining that all my investors and all of our like customers who have followed us over the years are like, what the fuck is going on with this Twitter <laughs> account? But it's it's been super fun. Our our monthly impressions have literally gone from like 20,000, 30,000 to like 1.2 million, 1.5 million. It's been nuts. Wow. Um, so and it's so fun. Like I, I'm creating content for the fan base every day for the show now, which is a blast. Uh, like I said, it's a pre- appreciate meeting you and um, it's fun going back and forth with you on, on Twitter and stuff. And I thank you for listening to my ideas. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for pitching. All right. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you to, uh, to Kyle and Ken as well for graciously taking some time out of the day to, uh, to pitch some wonderful, wonderful, good, good, good to great ideas. Good to great ideas. Good to great. Uh, Nathan, I believe you have some ideas of your own. Do you not? I do. Um, so here's here's where the gold comes in, people. So listen up. We start with a little girl holding a flower on a bed. We zoom back to reveal the bed is in an oasis in the world's largest desert. We zoom back even further to see that the desert is a sandbox in the world's largest hotel resort. We zoom back even farther to see that the hotel resort is the world's largest prison. In the top right corner is a man escaping from a prison tower with a rope made out of sheets. Cue the Sheets and Giggles tagline of Sheets and Giggles. We'll get you where you need to go. Parentheses underneath. If where you need to go is to sleep. (laughs) So I love... I love and I hate it at the same time. Like I love, like I like I love, I love the the zoom out thing is funny. Like that, like like if if you could, I've seen that done really well with other companies, and it, and it cracks me up when they do it really really well, um, or trips me out. But depending on if I'm on mushrooms or not at the time. Um, but I I don't I don't do mushrooms. Edit that part out. Um, but, uh, we're not rolling. We're not rolling yet. Are we, by the way? No, no. All, all this is, okay, all this right, is pre-content. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and so, uh, I, I love that part. The me climbing out of the jail cell window is hilarious because that's, um, I don't think that's actually on our website. Is it? Is you have it? the, uh, desert Island, desert Island, but we have, but we've moved back and forth between 
fake founding stories because every bed sheets company, the reason we did this is, is just for anyone who's listening, who's know what I'm talking about. Um, on our website, on our about us page, we have how we founded the company. And right now it's Colin was stranded on a desert Island. He tried to fasten a, a raft that he could sail away from the Island on, but the cotton that grew on the Island was just not breathable enough. And the wind would tip over the boat and it couldn't get past the waves. And then, you know, he tried, you know, the bamboo on the island, but it was like, da, 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 it wasn't durable enough and it would shred. Uh, and then he tried the eucalyptus on the island and it was the perfect, the perfect durability, breathability to get over the, the, the wave. Anyway, total bullshit, uh, obviously. Um, and we do that and we have a variation of it uh, where I'm, I couldn't escape from a jail cell because the cotton sheets weren't. Uh, they kept, they kept ripping or something and I couldn't, I couldn't escape my freedom, uh, until I used eucalyptus bed sheets to escape my freedom. And it's, we do that because every bedding company always has this really annoying founding story where the founder is like, we slept on these hotel sheets and we were like, wow, these are amazing. And then we looked at the price and we were like, oh, $500, there has to be a better way. And the end of that sentence and that thought should be, so we found an Israeli manufacturer who would make us a set of cotton bed sheets for $11 a pair that we can upsell for $150 on our website. Hi, we're Brooklyn. Um, and so I get really I get really bent out of shape when I hear other betting companies' founding stories. I think that like they are, you know, really just like PR bullshit focus group like answers. Whereas with me, I was watching War Dogs with Miles Teller and Jonah Hill, and I got really upset that Miles Teller's character didn't have a good go-to-market plan for his bedsheets company, and he had to burn all this inventory. And I was like, turned to my ex-girlfriend, and I was like, you know what? Pause the movie. And I wrote a bedsheets company plan that night, and she's my ex-girlfriend because I would do this. I would pause movies to write <laughs> company plans. Um, and then four months later, I incorporated. And that's the true story. And it's the dumbest founding story in the history of any company, but it's perfect for sheets and giggles. And so I feel um, like we should have you on again and it would be like we'd pitch you movies and then you would tell us what where you would pause and what business you would start. Oh, that's a that's actually a really fun podcast idea. Um, it would be almost like ascertaining if the movies were uh, poorly rated or, you know, yeah. not, the, they didn't get a fair they shake. They didn't get a fair shake. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if there's a podcast like that. I don't think so. Colin, that, um, uh, the people want to know that movie that you were watching that sparked the inspiration, Phobe or File? Uh, for me, Phobe, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like, uh, War Dogs. I, a lot of people like it. There was something about it that just like was, was not too exciting for me, probably because the idea of like, quitting your venture and just getting rich off corruption is like something that every entrepreneur like fantasizes about. But like, if you have good ethics, like you just don't do. So I don't know, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but like, I give it like a six out of 10. It was okay. Yeah. It doesn't deserve any hate. I think a lot of people love it actually. Nathan, do you have uh, any more ideas for our, uh, our CEO here? I do. And uh, full disclosure, my ad pitch, I just completely ripped off Michael Scott from The Office. That was his uh, pitch for the local ad. Oh, that's I was wondering why. It could have been why it might have sounded familiar. I was wondering about Zoom out. It's it, yes. yeah, Zoom out. Like, it, it, yeah. <laughs> I just added on the uh, ending from uh, with the with the prison the escape. story. Yeah, that's yeah, great. In, 
in the show they they end it right there my other idea is uh spoofing the famous coca-cola commercial um where from 1970 um where they get a bunch of they took a bunch of people to a field in italy and had them singing a song of i'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love and then you know it goes into uh buying the world a coke um but instead it's open up and quick cuts onto just uh same thing same tune same rhythm uh same concept of just lots of variety of people in bed doing different things like someone's you know tossing the sheet to make the bed uh people watching streaming something in bed um but the same song except i'd like to buy the world a bed and furnish it with sheets and then uh instead of uh so part of it's like coca-cola it's the real thing so instead of be sheets and giggles it's the cool thing um so you'd probably have to have a concept for that ad which is at the very end of one of my other favorite shows mad men which i've been playing sound from um, so I just spoofed other ideas. So it'd be spoofing the famous Coca-Cola commercial. It sounds like this commercial made a really big impact on you as a child because you had, well, you had I'm not this... from the 1970s. I, <laughs> no, I know. I... I know. But I'm just saying it sounds like you saw it and it just like hit you deep in your core because you know it by heart. It's incredible. Nathan, oh, I'm brought just... you by Coca-Cola. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. I, my my greatest fear is that Coca-Cola or somebody else swoops in and takes Chris Cody's naming rights. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like that idea. I think it's a really good feel-good commercial. Uh, are you guys, uh, do you know who Ryan George is on, on uh, YouTube by any chance? He's the pitch meeting guy for Screen Rants. He does all the pitch meetings. Now, uh, he, he has this bit where he, whenever he's like ripping off a movie, he's like, is that a like are you plagiarizing or is that an homage and he's like oh whichever one doesn't get us sued and he's like all right well then it's an omelet like i mean homage whatever uh so it's kind of funny i could just see us like um dubbing over like instead of like buy him a coke just like subbing in the word like sheets like just like really just flatline um yeah that's good i think it's funny and and it's good feel good I think rating wise, I think you're at like a full. I think I think full is where I'd land on you. So I think Andrew's still still with the victor here. And Colin, I've got uh, I've got one half baked idea for you. Okay. Um, it's more of a musical number because I I have the type of brain worms that in my head I just think of other lyrics to the tunes of other songs. Twitter has done this to me. And so what I've got for you here, uh, if you can think of the song, Mr. Sandman, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream, something like that. Accept it. Mr. Shiggles, bring me some sheets. That's all I got. (laughs) Mr. Shiggles, bring me some sheets. I mean, it's not the worst thing i've ever heard it's i i don't I, i'll take it we actually have we've, we've actually had a few people reach out to us on twitter that are levitard fans with um like voice acting or singing or or um, musical talents who have offered to make us a jingle 
I just don't really know. I want to say yes to all of them. I just don't really know what to do to utilize it. I don't want to waste their time. Um, but I guess if they're offering, I should just say, yeah, make us one, send it, and we'll see see what happens. You should definitely take um, Streeter or uh, Yeti Blanc up on that, for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I definitely should. Uh, I love engaging with those guys. They're hilarious. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I, I give that idea a twin XL to a full. I think it's fine. But I don't really know. Maybe to an XL. I don't really know what I do. I don't really know what I do with it. <laughs> maybe maybe the outro for the Levitard show. We don't have enough enough of our ads yet. Uh, that's that's devastating, Colin. But but you're the expert Sorry. here, not me. Um, Colin, we have uh, we've taken up a lot of your very important time. Clearly, um, not enough of your time is spent uh, interacting with this universe. With <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so before we get you out of here, um, I want to, I want to offer the floor to you. If, if for somehow people don't know about sheets and giggles at this point, if you have found <laughs> our podcast and are unfamiliar with this, <laughs> I want you to tell the people, give us your elevator pitch for sheets and giggles. I need to know the Venn diagram of people who listen to the Levitard show and who listen to the fan Levitard podcast, but yet who do not know about Sheets and Giggles. I need, I need to know the three people that fall into that middle Venn diagram because I would love to understand their, their lives. I can, how, give, I can they, give you their demo, actually. I know, I know two of them. I can give you the demo. Uh, we're talking funny. like uh, early middle-aged mothers. Go. Your your moms basically is what you're saying. You're no 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 Young mothers around my age. Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh. Well. So. Uh. Sheets and giggles makes eucalyptus bed sheets. Uh. They're literally softer than cotton. They have a lower coefficient of friction. Uh. So they're actually dermatologists recommended for sensitive skin and hair. But what most people rave about is the temperature regulation. Uh. And so they will keep you at a cool, dry temperature all night. And really the number one reason people wake up in the middle of the night and interrupt their REM cycles is because they overheat and they wake up sweating. And so our sheets are, are really quite a miracle fix for that. They will wick away moisture and evaporate it extremely rapidly. As a side benefit, even though Chris struggles with this word, that makes them antimicrobial, uh, which means that they will stay dry and create a hostile environment to bacteria growth. So you can wash them less frequently than your standard sheets. In fact, if you introduce a population of dust mites into our sheets, it will die off in about six weeks. It's really, really incredible instead of multiply. Um, and then beyond that, what we always love to also let people know is that they're incredibly sustainable. So eucalyptus lyocell is considered one of the most sustainable fabrics in the world. It's made through a closed loop system. It uses 96% less water than cotton. It uses no insecticides, no pesticides, whereas cotton uses neonicotinoids, which are killing bird and bee populations. Um, and it also uses no uh, oil-based synthetics like polyester, which is, um, you know, obviously leaching microplastics into our waterways at an alarming rate. So, um, and that means that it's fully biodegradable as well. And it's USDA bio-preferred. Um, so it means it's made from plants and it will biodegrade completely uh, in about nine weeks once it hits landfill. So those are, those are the bona fides, bona fides however you want to say that. And uh, yeah, that's Sheets and Giggles. That's what we make. And we have sheets, comforters, duvet covers, 
Um, and we are releasing a mattress in April, which I hope you guys all try or, or want to be alpha testers for. Uh, I'm really excited to get the show involved with the, the mattress launch. It's going to be uh, the most sustainable mattress on the market. Colin, I have a I have a self-serving question. When can we expect crib sheets from Sheets and Giggles? Uh, we, I have prototypes actually in my house right now. Um, I am sending four of them to my friends who have just had babies. Uh, and I'm getting initial feedback. I would say I can get you some, you know, a guy, so I can, I'm happy to send you a prototype sample. I'm just um, saying, you know, we're expect we're expecting our first in, in July. I'm just wondering, perfect. you know, I would say before end of year, um, the, pro- the problem with new product development is that it needs it's man this is so hard this is like a total different podcast but like <laughs> you need a, when you're when you're a young company you need products that are sort of universal in a sense and you need something that's going to be very widely adopted and crib sheets are one of those things where everyone will need it at some point in their lives um not everyone but like many people and that but but it's a specific moment in their lives and so if you have you know, a hundred thousand customers, maybe just according to rough numbers, maybe five or 10,000 of them need crib sheets at that, at that point in time. Um, and even so then you have to convince them of that sell. So it's something that we want to add. I think that we'll have it by the end of the year, but we just can't invest too much time and energy into it ahead of the mattress launch. That's fair. Colin yeah. McIntosh, AKA Mr. Shiggles. Thank you so much for joining us to anyone who is interested. You need some sheets. You need a new bed. Sheetsgiggles.com promo code Fleb for $69 off your next purchase. Uh, you really put me on the spot. I guess I have to make it now because you put it out there. I gotta, I gotta put it out there folks. All right. All right. It's, we'll it's a nice it. deal. What can I say? It's a nice yeah, deal. You let me know. You let me know when this airs and the day after it airs, that code's gone from the internet. But I, you're listening to this. <laughs> You can use the code FLEB for $69 off multi-item orders. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Colin, we really appreciate it, man. Um, best of luck with all with all your success and um, really excited to see how you guys keep influencing the show moving forward. Thanks, man. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see if we can keep it fresh and fun uh, for, you know, as time goes on and uh, hopefully we can keep doing fun stuff. I don't think we'll ever have a, a head-shaving moment again, but who knows? Like This has been... This has been absolutely magical and, and just glad that we can lean in. And, you know, uh, DraftKings called me last week, a little little inside baseball peek behind the curtain. They said, hey, uh, we, we're going to send Chris Cody out to the Super Bowl. Uh, we can't do it anymore for some stupid finance, logistical reason. Uh, we're looking for a sponsor to do it. Do you guys want to sponsor this trip? And I knew that there was going to be zero ROI on this, right? In the sense of, like, it's just it's just sending him out there for the but. I immediately just said yes, absolutely, and and I love being able to just support them and what they're doing for the comedy of it. And it's been such a fun week with him out there with the content that they've gotten. And I know that they will bring it back to us in spades. And that's that's the relationship that I think is really unique with the show. And being able to do this stuff with you guys, I appreciate you having me on. And and uh, thanks thanks so much for inviting me. Yeah, anytime, man. You're welcome back. Cool. And I mean. Sheets and giggles. I hear that's the number one cure for a hot whistle. So maybe, <laughs> maybe there will be some ROI on that trip. It would be it a cold be, whistle yeah. if you were in some uh, some sheets by Sheets and Giggles. Dude, I I cannot get enough of that Chris Cody content with the Pizza Hut thing. Like, 
Pizza Hut, I saw the other day, they, they like commented on Dan's thread. They were like, oh, like, let us know if he wants more pizza. And I was just like, back off, man. Like, mm. I was just like, don't, like, don't even think about it. <laughs> I feel like we've sent him into the arms of other sponsors. Uh, man. Well, anyway, thanks again, guys. This has been, this has been a blast. Thank you. And thanks, thanks to Andrew and Kyle and Ken for, for joining and, and pitching their ideas too.